Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 38. Please, Lord, don't punish me when you are mad. Don't discipline me when you are furious. Your arrows have pierced me. Your fist has come down hard on me. There's nothing in my body that isn't broken because of your rage. There's no health in my bones because of my sin. My wrongdoings are stacked higher than my head. They are a weight that's way too heavy for me. My wounds reek. They are all infected because of my stupidity. I am hunched over, completely down. I wander around all day long sad. My insides are burning up. There's nothing in my body that isn't broken. I'm worn out, completely crushed. I groan because of my miserable heart. Everything I long for is set is laid out before you, my Lord. My sighs aren't hidden from you. My heart pounds. My strength abandons me. Even the light of my eyes is gone. My loved ones and friends keep their distance from me in my sickness. Those who were near me now stay far away. Those who want me dead lay traps. Those who want me harmed utter threats, muttering lies all day long. But I'm like someone who's deaf who can't hear, like someone who can't speak, whose mouth won't open. I've become like a person who doesn't hear what is being said, whose mouth has no good comeback. But I wait for you, Lord. You will answer, my Lord, my God, because I prayed, don't let them celebrate over me or exalt themselves over me when my foot slips, because I'm very close to falling and my pain is always with me. Yes, I confess my wrongdoing. I'm worried about my sin. But my mortal enemies are so strong. Those who hate me for no reason seem countless. Those who give repay good with evil. They oppose me for pursuing good. Don't leave me all alone, Lord. Please, my God, don't be far from me. Come quickly and help me, my Lord, my salvation. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 1 Kings 9.24 through 10.13. When Pharaoh's daughter went up from David's city to the palace he had built for her, Solomon built the stepped structure. Three times a year, Solomon would offer entirely burned offerings and well-being sacrifices on the altar that he had built for the Lord. Along with this, he would burn incense to the Lord. In this way, he completed the temple. King Solomon built a fleet near Eloth in Ezion-Geber, on the coast of the Reed Sea in the land of Edom. Hiram sent his expert sailors on the fleet along with Solomon's workers. They went to Ophir for 420 kikars of gold, which they brought back to King Solomon. When the king, Queen of Sheba heard reports about Solomon due to the Lord's name, she came to test him with riddles. Accompanying her to Jerusalem was a huge entourage with camels carrying spices, a large amount of gold, and precious stones. After she arrived, she told Solomon everything that was on her mind. Solomon answered all her questions. Nothing was too difficult for him to answer. When the Queen of Sheba saw how wise Solomon was, the palace he had built, the food on his table, the servants' quarters, the functions and dress of his attendants, his cupbearers, and the entirely burned offerings that he offered at the Lord's temple, it took her breath away. The report I heard about your deeds and wisdom when I was still at home is true, she said to the king. 
I didn't believe it until I came and saw it with my own eyes. In fact, the half of it wasn't even told to me. You have far more wisdom and wealth than I was told. Your people and these servants who continually serve you and get to listen to your wisdom are truly happy. Bless the Lord your God because he was pleased to place you on Israel's throne. Because the Lord loved Israel with an eternal love, the Lord made you king to uphold justice and righteousness. The queen gave the king 120 kikars of gold, a great quantity of spice and precious stones. Never again has so much spice come to Israel as when the queen of Sheba gave this gift to King Solomon. Hiram's fleet went to Ophir and brought back gold, much almig wood, and precious stones. The king used the almig wood to make parapets for the Lord's temple and for the royal palace as well as lyres and harps for the musicians. To this day, that much almig wood hasn't come into or been seen in Israel. King Solomon gave the Queen of Sheba everything she wanted and all that she had asked for. In addition to what he had already given her from his own personal funds, then she and her servants returned to her homeland. Today's New Testament reading comes from the book of James, chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. My brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers, because we know that we teachers will be judged more strictly. We all make mistakes often, but those who don't make mistakes with their words have reached full maturity. Like a bridled horse, they can control themselves entirely. When we bridle horses and put bits in their mouths to lead them wherever we want, we can control their whole bodies. Consider ships. They are so large that strong winds are needed to drive them, but pilots direct their ships wherever they want with a little rudder. In the same way, even though the tongue is a small part of the body, it boasts wildly. Think about this. A small flame can set a whole forest on fire. The tongue is a small flame of fire, a world of evil at work in us. It contaminates our entire lives. Because of it, the circle of life is set on fire. The tongue itself is set on fire by the flames of hell. People can tame and already have tamed every kind of animal, bird, reptile, and fish. No one can tame the tongue, though. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it, we both bless the Lord and Father and curse human beings made in God's likeness. Blessing and cursing coming from the same mouth. My brothers and sisters, it shouldn't be this way. Both fresh water and salt water don't come from the same spring, do they? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree produce olives? Can a grapevine produce figs? Of course not. And fresh water doesn't flow from a saltwater spring either. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 15, verses 1 through 11. At daybreak, the chief priests, with the elders, legal experts, and the whole Sanhedrin formed a plan. They bound Jesus, led him away, and turned him over to Pilate. Pilate questioned him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus replied, That's what you say. The chief priests were acu accusing him of many things. Pilate asked him again, Aren't you going to answer? What about all these accusations? But Jesus gave no more answers, so that Pilate marveled. During the festival, Pilate released one prisoner to them, whoever they requested. A man named Barabbas was locked up with the rebels who had committed murder during an uprising. The crowd pushed forward and asked Pilate to release someone as he regularly did. Pilate answered them, Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? 
He knew that the chief priest had handed him over because of jealousy. But the chief priest stirred up the crowd to have him release Barabbas to them instead. and scattered in mercy gathered mended and whole empty handed but not forsaken I've been set free I've been set free amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I am found. Was blind, but now I see. Oh, I can see you now. I can see the love in your eyes Laying yourself down Raising up the broken to our failure you take our weakness you set your treasure in jars of clay so take this heart Lord I'll be your vessel the world to see your life in me oh amazing grace sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I am found. Was blind, but now I see. Oh, I can see you now. And I can see see the love in your eyes laying yourself down raising up the broken to life 
Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I am found, was blind, but now I see. The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit, wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray.
Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from Psalm 119. Lord, let your faithful love come to me. Let your salvation come to me according to your promise, so I can have a response for those who mock me, because I have trusted in your word. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Amazing Grace, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.